Welcome to the Inside Muskegon Podcast with your host, Jason Pisecki. And now, here's Inside Muskegon. Welcome to Inside Muskegon. This is episode number 117. I'm Jason Pisecki. The Inside Muskegon Podcast is a weekly show featuring interviews with community leaders and comments from everyday people from Muskegon, Michigan. The goal of the podcast is to engage Muskegonites in a dialogue about the issues that affect our everyday lives. This week's show features an interview with Tony Rubleski, a commentary on the interview, and information on contacting Inside Muskegon. Our interview this week is with author and speaker Tony Rubleski discussing his latest book. I'm here with Tony Rubleski, the author of the book Mind Capture, How to Stand Out in the Age of Advertising Deficit Disorder. Thank you for taking the time out with Inside Muskegon today. Good to be here. Let's start out talking about your background, Tony. Oh, boy. <laughs> Where do we start? Uh, I would have to tell you the earliest days of marketing and sales for me were knocking on doors cold calling. Uh, we went to Western Michigan, and I sold, of all exciting things, phone service door to door. So if you imagine a, a cussing sailor, I've heard everything under the sun when I did door-to-door sales. Uh, what I quickly determined, though, while studying marketing was there had to be a better way to get business. Cold calling is brutal on your psyche, and there are easy ways to do business. So that's where really the marketing obsession began at the age of 20. Now, you and I are good friends, so this is a question that I, I know the answer to, and I've heard it many times. But I wanted you to share with our listeners uh, what mind capture is. It's simply, uh, the definition is the ability to stand out, get attention in a world with far too many demands and choices placed on people's time. Um, Jason, I know you've heard me say it a million times, we're in a war of attention and people are trying everything to get their marketing, their communication, their press releases, anyone to pay attention to them. Thus, I've called it Mind Capture. And you're coming out with your second book in the Mind Capture series. The title of this book is how to Stand Out in the Age of Advertising Deficit Disorder. And there's a nice little acronym there. Talk about the new book. Well, um, you know, that title alone in the subtitle, uh, this is the second book in the Mind Capture series. So having learned from other marketing masters, you know, build a powerful brand in, in this line extension. The subtitle, I've gotten interesting reactions from people going, really clever, or what are you talking about? Or are you making fun of people? Uh, absolutely not. You know me, I'm pretty direct. When people see me live, they read my work, my articles. Um, I don't pull punches. I do, however, know that people do have ADHD. And this is not a book attacking them. I'm not mocking that. As a matter of fact, I have a couple family members that have clinical ADHD. So the whole point is, the parallel is marketing, people feel fragmented. The book cover itself, people look at it and go, there's a lot going on there. Thus, it ties into the subtitle of Advertising Deficit Disorder. Now, what goes into writing a book? How do you go from being a marketing professional and what made you say that first time, you know, I want to I write a book. I want to let other people know um, you know some of my experiences and share that. Um, it's a very good question. I get it a lot, particularly from authors and other speakers and entrepreneurs that I believe everybody has a book in them. Um, we all have unique life stories. We all have lessons we teach. And if anything, you know, you go back six, seven years ago, I, what happened was I worked in the phone business. People kept saying, you should write a book. I said, I have no idea how to write a book, nor do I want to. I had, had two, we just had our second daughter. I didn't have much time. And I said, you know what? After about a year and a half of prodding, I'm, I'm going to try to write this book. Um, so if anything, you have to be, you know, patient. 
because you're going to bust through a lot of deadlines. Um, there are resources out there now that have evolved the last six, seven years where you can get a book, go to a seminar, get a podcast or video and learn from people to shortcut that greatly. Um, the first book took about two years to write. This new one took about five and a half months of really concentrated effort, but I've gotten better at writing. So it is a learnable skill. And I'd recommend if aspiring authors come up to you and say, look, get help. I read actually the self-publishing manual by Dan Pointer over about a year window and just followed it page by page when I had a half an hour here, 15 minutes there. And um, I could have really shortened it if I had you know, really sought out other experts to teach me how to do it better. So that's kind of the genesis of the first one. Well, it's quite an accomplishment to write one book, uh, let alone two. And um, I think one thing that we could all benefit from, you're, you're a local businessman, speaker, and author, is uh, talking about how businesses in West Michigan can use the uh, techniques in your book. Right now, we compete in this global economy, and uh, marketing departments are being spread thinner and thinner. People have less resources. And that's where your book really comes in handy. And just wanted to you know, touch on that and talk about what the number one mistake businesses and organizations make in their marketing and what you should avoid. Um, great question. It, there's a lot of challenges, and I don't want to be negative when I talk about marketing. I like to have fun with it. I would say on that point alone, the number one sin is being boring. Uh, we're in West Michigan, you know, the Muskegon, Holland, Grand Rapids Triangle, and I you know, live in Spring Lake. What's fascinating to me is we are traditionally a conservative area. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. People think that's good. Some people think it's bad. I will say in marketing, being conservative, in my opinion, is not a good recipe for success doesn't mean you have to be over the top and do crazy, you know, laugh out loud jingles like freecreditreport.com if you've heard their little ads, little funny songs. But you have to have a balance, in my opinion, because most people play it too safe. And in marketing, particularly in this region where many of the podcast listeners are at, um, that to me is why a lot of their marketing is not working. Most people have no fun in their marketing or they have the same old marketing that's lifeless, dull, and I can look at it in an instant and go, no wonder why it's not getting a reaction or a response. You haven't done anything new in 10 years, you're not having any fun, and you're just like a vanilla ice cream, where now the market with all the new Internet Web 2.0 stuff, stuff that Converge is doing, you and I know this, um, people want that Sunday with multiple sprinkled toppings. They want variety. Too much marketing still trying to sell the vanilla ice cream. Yeah, marketing ice cream is good. <laughs> Well, let's let's talk about how uh, people are using this in uh, real application today. And we're in a presidential election year right now, so the political ads and mm-hmm. both on the national and local level are really flying. How are both parties using mind capture marketing techniques to sway voters? Well, there's a couple of things that come to mind immediately on that. Um, the first is it's a marketing strategy. Both parties, you know, you've got McCain and Obama, they don't go into their marketing by just saying, well, let's just try this kind of half-baked, let's do that. They have actual focus groups, they have entire marketing teams, PR strategists, there's a logical marketing plan. So what a lot of what I advocate in the book is having a strategy versus just, you know, the old shotgun approach, you shoot your marketing out in the marketplace and you hope you hit something. People can't afford to do that. The average small mid-sized company does not have unlimited marketing dollars like a Coca-Cola or an IBM where they have millions to outspend you. You've got to think like a rifle shot. And these politicians, both parties in particular, have big war chests, but they still have a strategy behind it. So that's one quick thing. The second thing is they're very good at getting testimonials. Now, it sounds overdone to you and I, 
Uh, video right now is, is booming. You've got the YouTube craze. You've got social networking taking off like a rocket. That's not going to stop. It's just going to keep evolving. But the politicians now have jumped over to that medium and said, look, we've got to get involved with video. We've got to have testimonials. We've got to empower people at 3 o'clock in the morning or 1 o'clock in the afternoon on a Saturday or Monday afternoon to be able to get market information or their promotions. So the other, I guess, third point that politicians are using is they're masters at PR. Everything is staged. You know, they don't show up at a diner in the middle of Kansas for no accidental reason. There's a logic and a strategy going on behind that. And I'm not advocating that readers of the book, if you're a nonprofit leader, a small business person, a sales professional, that you have to clone politicians. But watch what they're doing. There's a lot of good marketing going on there because they have to try to persuade you uh, through all the forms of media. What do you hope that business owners and marketing people in the Muskegon area get from the new Mind Capture book? I'll be candid. I was in Omaha, Nebraska um, last week, and it was the opening of the book tour. And I told the audience, there were about 150 people, I said, look, what I need you to understand is this is a message of hope. Uh, I'm not a preacher. I almost became a Catholic priest. A little history there. It's in the first book. But right now we are so beat up with hearing about gas prices, the economy, uh, a lot of scandal. Most media in general is dark or negative in nature. You can't deny that. I'm not here to slam the media. We're, we're a media channel right now. We're talking. This is a form of media. So I get very disturbed when authors and entrepreneurs and, and professional speakers that I'm on the circuit beat the media up. No, the media is out there as a communication tool. What I am arguing and what I want people in the Muskegon area in West Michigan to get in, in the whole state we live in is we've got to pick it up. We can't sit under the rock and wait for someone to bail us out. We've got to keep learning. We've got to keep evolving. And if anything, I'm a little, frankly, tired of all the negative speak. And I think a lot of people I'm talking to, from all ranges of the economy to citizens, government officials, they're kind of getting tired of the rap we're getting. Because, you know, we're all Michiganians. And I really want to say that the book has got optimism in there. There's a little bit of humor woven in there to get people to say, you know what, it is important to get, but you've got to have some fun in the marketing. So I hope if anyone reading it, and the advanced reviews are pretty interesting. We had college professors, we had top New York Times bestsellers, entrepreneurs, sales professionals, all range that weighed in and said, look, there's a lot of value in here because you're saying marketing doesn't have to be boring. The old school does, does not have to be followed, and there are some new techniques that we can do to, to grow in spite of what we're reading in the headlines. What are your plans to promote the book? Oh, boy. Uh, there's a lot of them. You and I have talked about this a little bit off uh, camera here, off the microphone, per se. First one is we're hitting a national book tour. My wife and kids are very patient. I'm going on the road. <laughs> we'll do uh, 50 U.S. cities in Canada from July till the end of the year. And that involves a lot of uh, travel, a lot of coordination, um, you know, a lot of things going on with my publisher. So that's the first promotional thing. The day that this is going out or right around the time of this is airing of the podcast, um, we're doing a big launch on Amazon. Essentially, we want to hit number one within a couple classifications, build momentum, get the word out there, and hopefully have that continue to compound um, amongst the book buyers throughout the country and, and all over North America particularly. So those are the big two anchors. Um, I still do, you know, uh, marketing work for clients, but that's really going to take a little bit of a back seat when you go on the road for basically five months, uh, and doing a lot of media. I mean, like what we're doing now, Jason, this is really the, the debut interview I've done, which is kind of cool because it's local, but we've already got interviews lined up, uh, with, you know, real estate radio, USA, other magazines, national pubs that we're going to be doing media throughout the next five months. So it's an ongoing marketing process. 
All right. Well, let's move on to our final question. You have one minute alone with a person considering buying the book. Make your pitch to get every person working for an organization or that is self-employed to read Mind Capture, how you can stand out in the age of advertising deficit disorder. That is a very uh, Larry King-like question. I've never (laughs) been asked that, but let's start. I would tell someone point blank, here's the deal. The average North American today is hit with 5,000 to 6,000 marketing messages per day. It's crowded out there. If you work for an organization, understand you are self-employed whether you know it or not. You're an entrepreneur. You work as an entrepreneur adding value within the larger umbrella. If you're self-employed or you're a sales professional, you get it. You have to be able to continue to market, get your message out, promote, promote, promote. That's nothing new. The difference, however, is this. How are you going to stand out? How are you going to get in this sea of marketing madness? I call it information overload in the first book. Anyone to pay attention. When the target keeps moving, the customer gets smarter and the web keeps changing. My whole argument is offline and online marketing should come together in concert to give you a decided advantage. And you have to have a strategy. Buying just an ad here and ad there will not cut it anymore. And most people know that. In addition, demographics are shifting. Media keeps shifting. This book, I want people to understand as a roadmap. I'm not here to tell them that their marketing's all broken and they need to rechange everything. Um, that's, that's not my intention. What I'm saying is take a close look at what you're doing now. How can you tweak it and how can you improve it? And that's my sales pitch. All right. Well, thanks a lot, Tony. Best of luck with the new book. And as always, it's a pleasure to sit down and talk with you. Likewise, keep up the good work. In today's competitive marketplace, businesses need to market more than ever. Tony's second book in the Mind Capture series offers business owners, managers, and entrepreneurs real-world marketing techniques that can easily be applied to their companies. As a local business owner, Tony has practical experience applying the lessons from the book in the West Michigan economy. I would encourage anyone who's interested in keeping their business at the forefront of their industry to pick up a copy of Mind Capture, How You Can Stand Out in the Age of Advertising Deficit Disorder. To buy the book, visit mindcapturebook.com or go to amazon.com and search for Tony Rubleski. I'm going to move on now to some listener feedback. And for the latest feedback in Inside Muskegon, visit our website at insidemuskegon.com. You can post your own comments to the site, view the comments of others, and even comment on their comments. That brings us to the conclusion of episode number 117 of Inside Muskegon. For more information, visit our website at insidemuskegon.com. Inside Muskegon is produced by Jeremy Sear. For Inside Muskegon, I'm Jason Pisecki. Feedback is welcome at jason at insidemuskegon.com. This has been the Inside Muskegon podcast. Comments are welcome through our website or by emailing jason at insidemuskegon.com. <laughs>